of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Spending time today on Lincoln Live with Lincoln Fire Chief Dave Engler. Chief, good morning. Good morning. I still have some clothes that haven't been washed in my closet that smell like smoke from covering those grass fires uh, on Sunday the 23rd. Uh, And I think we'll start there because my son was one of those volunteer farmers hitching the disc up to the tractor and going out and doing what farmers do when they're needed. But I also interestingly watched the rural fire units do what they do so well. Uh, The nuance of putting out grass fires or getting ahead of a grass fire, taking care of uh, even advance of a grass fire. It it was really interesting. So let's start there. Obviously, we're not in a rural setting, but I believe that same night as the grass fires on the 23rd, there was a a spark over by Aramark, a a factory off of Cornhusker over here at about 38th, 39th Street. So the city does have a looser definition of grass fires. What are they technically called? People think of them more in the rural setting, and they certainly are more common in that setting. Uh, with the with the dry conditions and everything, we're we're seeing over the last couple of years a lot more of those type of incidents in the city of Lincoln. When you drive around. Sometimes you don't always realize until you are driving around and paying attention, but there's industrial parks and areas um, as we as we as the city grows that have a lot of fields around them and and uh, vegetation and that sort of thing. So we're seeing a lot more grass fires than we have, and a lot of them are in close proximity to structures. Um, so, um, with that in mind, we have purchased, a, a apparatus, we call it a, a brush truck or a, a grass rig. Um, that's basically a, a pickup with, um, with firefighting capabilities. So it's got a, a water tank and hose and, and the equipment that goes with it to reach these fires because they're four wheel drive vehicles. They can get in there and and put these fires out where our uh, traditional fire apparatus can't get in there and can't get close just because of the the weight and and the design of the apparatus. Does a firefighter need different technique, different training in order to run one of the the bush trucks? Yeah, we we actually... um, we actually will train them. It's it's got some different features on it, but when you're talking about the way you attack those type of fires, is different than the traditional structure fires. Um, in a lot of areas, they wear a different type of firefighting gear. We don't have that gear um, just because the the weight and everything of the the gear that we use is is made for structural firefighting so our personnel do wear their structural gear but if we were doing a lot of grass fires um, we would we would probably have to outfit them with a different type of gear just because um, the the two are very different when 
you're dealing with a, a grass fire. Um, you're dealing, you know, like I said, it's completely different. And it's a lot of walking and a lot of um, work. And, and what you often try to do is get ahead of the incident and eliminate the fuel. And um, so it, it's just a really different concept than than what we're traditionally uh, doing in the city. I saw very few masks being worn, and that's not because they weren't being careful. It's just that it just wasn't practical. You can't you can't be walking all the distances that they walk and be able to. You'd run out of air. You'd run out of tanks. Right. It that is not that is not typical. Um, and what you want to do is you want to stay out of the wind. So you, you, mm-hmm. because obviously the fire is going to spread, um, based on the wind. So you work from the, un, or from the burn side. And, uh, and so, you know, that way you're not getting trapped in those fires as, as they spread. But, and then, you know, the strategically, then you have crews down, uh, way ahead of the incident and you know typically what you do is you kind of write an area off and you try to stop it and that's what people saw with the farmers plowing the fields is is they were getting way ahead of it mm-hmm. and uh, recognizing that they were going to allow that fire to get up to that point but hopefully stop with the plowing of the fields and removal of the fuel so it is it is a an interesting uh type of firefighting Chief, it was amazing to watch the nature of fire. I'd watch on one side of a road, a gravel road, it would be grass, but then it would get into the taller brush of the ditch and the flames would elevate, the wind would catch it, and it would blow it across the road and start trees on the other side on fire. Yes. (laughs) It was just, and I watched that happen from low stubble to taller weeds in a ditch to flames being grabbed by the wind. And you remember how windy it was that day. And the flames then started trees on fire on the other side of the road. Yeah, and weather conditions play such a significant part of that type of firefighting. They do play a part in structural firefighting, but um, not to the extreme that, that you'll see in a, mm-hmm. in a grass or vegetation fire. Yeah. All right. So uh, a grass truck or a bush truck is coming, but that's not the only rig that will be on the streets of Lincoln soon. You're upfitting and changing and getting things ready for new rigs. Tell us about that, Chief. Yeah, we're pretty excited about this. We uh, just received two fire engine companies or pumpers and then one ambulance or what we call them medic units. And uh, so we're we're finish, putting on the finishing touches, like things like putting in radios and radio systems and everything, but and uh, then equipping them. And they should be out on the streets soon. But um, great additions to Lincoln Fire and Rescue, and we're excited to get our crews into them. That does take a while, doesn't it, to outfit a truck or an engine because it has so many compartments and everybody needs to know where everything is. You can't just ask, well, where is this piece of equipment? You need to know where it is, when you need it. And that that compartmentalization, compartmentation takes a while. Yeah, we actually have standardized all our fire engines and, and ladder trucks. So each one of them, theoretically, now there, there are some differences and minor differences in designs, but 
um, we've standardized all the equipment because we do have people that move around from station to station depending on staffing needs as well as um, overtime staffing. And so we, we want to keep everything as standardized as possible. So um, we we have a good idea of where everything's supposed to go. And that really helps us with our design of the apparatus so we don't have to make significant changes. The other interesting thing is, is as we get the same type of apparatus, our shop is able to stock some of those uh, some of those parts that are commonly used and um, buy them in bulk, save money. And then with with the supply chain shortages, we haven't had any issues with that because they're always planning ahead. So there's a lot of advantage to having the same type of apparatus. And and although you know we make my, minor modifications as we as we buy new ones, um, they're they look a lot alike and they're designed pretty well the same. So um, those are some advantages to these new rigs we're getting. Where will they be going? Where will, where will they be stationed? One is going to be stationed at Station 10 on uh, 24th and Superior, and the other will be out at Station 14 in the Highlands. And then the medic unit is going to go to Station 3 at 2nd and N. Now, um, the, the current fire engines that are in those two stations will be reallocated to other fire stations that have older apparatus. So what we try to do is we try to look at mileage, usage, wear and tear, and we try to shuffle them so we can utilize them to the best of our ability. So in the end, um, we will be removing from service two really uh, tired fire engines um, that were, were placed in service in 2006. What's high mileage for a rig, an engine and a truck? Um, you know, that is so dependent um, because the other thing is, is oftentimes we do have to put a new engine, a new motor in them um, in between. So I'm not sure like high mileage. I know for our medic units, we start to get concerned about 160 to 180,000. Um, in fact, our shop, interestingly, even has it down to the type, so a Dodge versus a Ford. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of know when we start to see real problems that cost a lot of money. And uh, so we try to stay ahead of it. And just so you know, good listeners, uh, LFR doesn't just look at an ambulance or a, a, a rig and, and decide that it's time to take it out of service. Your logistics department just works magic fabricating parts and swapping bodies off of chassis and, and making sure that everything works and fits properly. They are absolutely amazing. They we are. have uh, two mechanics, incredibly talented. It, that, that is a show all in itself when you see some of the things that they do. It's, it's amazing. We are so lucky to have the two individuals that we have out there um, that, that do our work for us. They're amazing. That's right. Well, Chief, let's keep the number of grass fires down and uh, the new rigs coming. Okay. Appreciate yes. your time with me today. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Fire Chief Dave Engler with me on Lincoln Live.